The world today is a complex place. The IT series, designed by the University of Stellenbosch Business School, Executive Development, with insights provided by the Institute for Futures Research, will help you navigate complex, volatile, and uncertain business environments with the innovation and insights required to achieve transformation. Join us as, with each episode of this series, we provide you with practical takeaways that are easy to absorb and relevant. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this next episode in the IT series. This episode is called See It, and I'll explain more about that later. My name is Doris Fulyun. I'm the director of the Institute for Futures Research, and with me today is Tace Pretorius. Now, Tace, you are doing all kinds of very interesting things in multiple dimensions, so please tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Hi, good afternoon, Doris. It's good to be with you this afternoon. Um, yeah, I play I, I, a couple of different roles that I play. So firstly, I work as a, as a, as a business consultant. We would do consulting work to organizations, with organizations, as a matter of fact. That's the one role. And the other role is where I, uh, I'm, I'm part of the virtual faculty at the Sunnabosch Business School Executive Development, where I either work as a, as a, as a, as a facilitator in the areas of change, leading change, strategy, systems thinking, but also in the, in the role as a learning process facilitator. Those are sort of the two roles that I play, USBF, and then also as a business consultant. Cool, and that is exactly the reason why I wanted to talk to you today, because our topic taste is see it, and we're focusing on problems and issues and difficult situations. And many times leaders see it as one thing or one kind of thing. But in my mind, problems live sort of on a continuum where you have on the one side a simple problem, something like a light bulb that fused, for instance. And in other words, the problem is known or knowable. It's easy to identify and to, you can actually fix it by not having too much expertise, you must just get the basics right. And for that kind of issues or problems, we can actually just write the standard operating procedure. Then if we move further along the continuum, we have a complicated problem where there's multiple movable parts, but we can actually, if we just analyze well, we can actually understand what everyone must do and how all the different issues are related to each other. And for these, we can do something like best practice. Now, the picture I usually have in my mind of this kind of issue is something like a pit lane change on a Grand Prix race. If everybody's just doing their little bit absolutely right and absolutely perfect, then we can actually improve our performance. And then if we move right along to the other end of the continuum, we get those complex issues where even trying to define what it is or why it is there is already a problem. Something like poverty. How do we define or why do we have it? So even defining the problem is issue is different. And when we start identifying elements, the elements alone are not giving us the story, the relationships between those elements. Those are the important things. 
But the most important thing, especially for our conversation today, is that you can't fix a complex problem. You can influence it. And when we investigate it, we, our job would be to identify those spots where, we, where our resources that we put in there, in terms of time, energy, focus, or whatever, is put in the most beneficial place. Mm -hmm. So in your experience, Dave, um, in your workplace, do, do you see organizational leaders falling into the trap of trying to fix complex problems, kind of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Doris, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I, it really is a challenge in the organizational context. And I think very often it's also a case of, of leaders in the organization, you know, not they don't know what they don't know. So, mm -hmm. so they look at a situation through their lenses, you know, through through their, their levels of experience. And, and just looking at the problem through their lenses, they automatically categorize it, you know, mm -hmm. unconsciously, subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and assume it is something based on their levels of experience. And yeah. often that is where they make the mistake. So they will mm -hmm. say, um, you know, we are struggling. I just happen to be doing a lot of work in the retail industry at this stage. So we are, we are struggling with, uh, with shrinkage in, the, in, the, in, our, in our stores environment. So to fix the problem, all we have to do is train our people. But mm -hmm. we know that shrinkage isn't really the problem. There's something deeper underlying this, mm -hmm. but because they come with these world views of, I've seen this problem before, so therefore I know what the solution is. You know, they look through the problem, they look at the problem through their, their, their preconceived lenses um, or the preconceived ideas. And that often is where the problem comes in. You know, they, they struggle to make the distinction between what is the symptom and what is the underlying problem. Oh, or they come into a scenario already with a solution and they don't even know what the problem is yet so that really is in my mind some of the biggest things and they come up with a wonderful solution to a problem that doesn't yet exist so yeah you know i think just just understanding this and this continuum the way you explain it really makes sense so it is helping people just firstly understand what is really the problem as opposed yeah. to the symptom what is really the problem and then to say okay well We've been here before. Let's look at what we, how we can use, like you mentioned, our standard, our SOPs, our standard operating procedure. Can we use our existing frameworks to fix this problem? And we can do it very quickly and fairly efficiently. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, you know, to sort of make the step up to the more complicated ones. And I like your analogy of the F1 pit lane. Um, yeah. as, as then to say, okay, it is now a bit more complicated. We have more movable parts here. But we can play around. We can learn from other organizations, you know, best practice, as you mentioned. And let's play around with scenarios. Mm -hmm. um, but, but that comes also with, with experience. You know, it's, yeah. you know, you have yeah. to sort of be able to do that. And then, of course, the complex one, where, where, um, where yeah, it just becomes a lot more challenging. And as you yeah. said, yeah. We, don't necessarily, we don't always necessarily know where the answer, what the answers are. And, and I think what I often find is that people, uh, especially at senior at senior management levels, struggle to deal with that ambiguity, with, with that vagueness. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to know this is the problem, so therefore, what is the answer? And yeah. people yeah. really, really struggle. And I think it's just because the world has just become so much more complex over the last while. It becomes yeah. a mindset issue. It really becomes a mindset sure. issue. I, I, does that and, answer and the not, 
<laughs> it definitely did. It shows your beautiful experience, Tace. Thank you so very much. And I want to now ask you, from your experience in the programs that you are involved in at Stellenbosch Business School Executive Development, do we address this? Do we help people that sign up for the programs um, to, to develop this kind of skill at all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Doris, absolutely. So I must say, so, you know, I'm answering this question from the perspective of the, those programs that I am involved with. So I'm very involved with the senior the open enrollment, senior management development program. And then, as I mentioned earlier, there is some certain modules that I facilitate, like leading change and strategy. So I'm responding to your question through those lenses. Of course. Uh, yeah, but you, you are. We, we Definitely we do. So with the senior management development program, that is one of the core things that will help the, the, the participants on the program is purely to understand what is the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I like the those people that I've interacted with at the at, uh, in the programs that I'm involved with will know that one of my favorite sayings is the Albert Einstein quote. If I have 60 minutes to save the world, I'll spend 59 minutes understanding the problem and yeah. one minute doing it. And it really is about that. So, we, may, we put in a concerted effort for people to really understand what is the problem and not to start jumping straight into solution mode. Let's really truly understand the problem before we go into solution mode. So yes, I mean, certainly in terms of the senior management development program, it is almost at the heart of mm. the program, you know, it's understanding mm. what is the problem and then and really going into depth around that. So that's a long answer to a short question, but yes, without a shadow yes, of a doubt. we actually do. So thank you. Thank you very much, Tays, for sharing your insights as a professional practitioner, but also from inside of what happens in our classrooms. Um, so if you want to know more, my colleague, Dr. Njeri Maguiru, created a content piece that you can download. The link will be available to you um, where you can read more about this whole concept of seeing it, seeing a problem in its different dimensions. So Tace, once again, thanks for your time and thanks for listening. Thank you for the invitation. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the in-series brought to you by the University of Stellenbosch Business School Executive Development with insights provided by the Institute for Futures Research. Stay tuned for our next episode.